I'm DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched about music. You're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. I'm DJ Psyched, and today I'm in with my friend Darius Payne. Darius, can you say hello for me, please? Hello, listeners. I am Darius Payne. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have got something interesting going on today. We're trying to do this through Discord, so if there's if there's any problems here with the audio, I'm really sorry. This is first time we've ever done this, and we've had a, a lot of difficulties, but we think we got the, the ball ready. So today, we're going to be talking about 21 Pilots. I've done an episode like this before on this channel. We did the history of Paramore, and now we're doing the history of 21 Pilots because we both love this band a lot. Um, but like I said, I'm doing this with my friend Darius. We've actually seen them in concert together twice. Darius, would you like to tell me a bit more about yourself, uh, your background in music, and then how you got into this band? My background with music starts because um, I was raised mostly in a family who listened to like R&B and hip hop and stuff and gospel. And that's all I really listened to. It wasn't until my friend back in middle school showed me like, you know, Linkin Park and, you know, some other rock bands. And that's how I got into rock music. And that's also kind of like the beginning of me expanding into other stuff like, you know, EDM or country or classical. I love classical as well. And then also like subgenres as, you know, alternative, um, punk and all this other cool, you know, genres and subgenres and things of that nature. And um, then I met Vicky. <laughs> and actually, funny story about 21 Pilots, it was just, I was just bored one night, and this was back when I had, like, an iPod. I was on, like, Apple Store, just, like, going, just checking out bands and stuff, what was popular, and they popped up. And this was, like, when Blurry Face was just about to come out. And I remember one day when I was hanging out with you, um, I was like, hey, I heard, um, I was listening to some of this Pete Guy stuff, and it's actually pretty dope. And when I showed it to her, she was like, oh, my God, this one Pilots, I know them. And I was... She was like, she knew them. And I was like, oh, oh, really? Tell me more about this band. And then she just showed me everything and just fell in with the band just like that. Yeah, I I think we we definitely found them around the same time because I remember my story was pretty similar. Like it was shortly before the release of Blurry Face. I was kind of like scrolling through SoundCloud because <laughs> I it's when I first got like first got a SoundCloud account and started looking at stuff. And I think I found stuff from self-titled and uh, the regional at best. And then I was like, oh, snap, these guys are pretty cool. So I thought it was really cool when I found that, like, you listened to them, too. Because back then, they were not what they are today, you know? Right. I think, honestly, Blurry Face was, like, when they were starting to get pretty mainstream. Oh, yeah. Blurry Face was, like, but it took, I remember this very, like, vividly because I was so excited for the release of Blurry Face. I remember, like, um, I pre-ordered it and everything. I think I even like got the t-shirt or whatever. And then I, uh, I was on the bus one morning when it had dropped like that night. So I was listening to it on the way to school. Mm -hmm. And it took it took somewhere between a good like six months to a year before it reached the mainstream popularity that it, that it got. You know, like it didn't get popular right away. Oh, 100%. 100% agree with you on that. Yeah, so I thought I thought that was fun because like I'm not even like a hipster or anything. I just like I've never really been one of those people to be like, yeah, I found them right before they got big. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to have have found Twenty One Pilots right before their big break, you know? Yeah, true, true. I yeah, that's actually very true. <laughs> I just think it's fun because uh, seeing them go 
I mean, there's a lot of bands that like, you know, you see them when they're a little smaller. They're still pretty big, but a little smaller and you see them grow. Um, but 21 Pilots, I think, is a fun one to have watched because they've stayed true to themselves the entire time from going like from being a small band that just got signed to Fueled and like they had a lot of promising growth on their way to to them being like so big that they were literally on the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Like they stayed true to their sound the entire time, which is what I think makes being a, a longtime fan of them pretty rewarding you know I, that's the thing like where you're saying it's like they stay true to themselves this whole time they really like change change you know like fame didn't really change them for the worse yeah and thank goodness it didn't <laughs> but um it's just it's so hard you know to find talent like that where it's just like you know they just start out okay you know they get pretty big and everything and then they just change like it's just a big 360 for some people but then they just stayed the same and you know I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. Yeah, totally. I, I totally agree. I think that, um, and, and it's a good thing. Like we can go get more into it because in a minute here, we're going to do what we did last time and we're going to go through the entire discography and, and get into our opinions. But I think that something I can say as a, a blanket statement for this band is that somehow there's this unique 21 pilot sound, right? It's the keyboards, it's the bass, it's the drums, it's the lyrics, it's Tyler's voice. Somehow there's this, consistency but you can also hear such a change you know like from album to album there's such a change but there's so much consistency that it's like it's pretty hard to to pinpoint they're like one of those bands that's developed a lot but their sound is somewhat still the same even though it's not at all you know Mm -hmm. did that make any sense no no i feel you (laughs) i just think that like yeah like from album to album their sound is very different but you will always recognize 21 pilots when you oh yeah definitely because um i remember when you showed me like um their first album or like one of their older stuff i was like it sounds different from like blurry face for sure but you could still tell but even like you know listening to blurry face now or like at that time it was just coming out like listening to it i was like this is definitely much different from their older stuff but you can still tell it's them yeah i totally agree and um yeah, we can get more into detail with it. Let's just jump into the discography. I mean, there's the first two albums they ever released, getting a little into their history here, were uh, Regional at Best and their self-titled record, which they, they released both of those records independently before they were signed. What are, what are your thoughts on Regional at Best? Um, Because that, that is an album that, like, honestly, I don't know it that well, but I'd say the two tracks that really stick out to me are Kitchen Sink and Forest. What tracks do you remember any off of that oh, one? So- Cause that's that is a weird one. Oh, for like their first one, right? Yeah, yeah. That one's not like on any platforms right now. So like, honestly, those songs have faded a lot. But I think Forest is the only one I'm for sure of that they still, I don't know, have a connection to. I think they played that at the last concert we went to. Forest. Yeah, they might have. I don't know. I could be wrong on that one. No, that was um, <laughs> that was tree. The last one was trees, wasn't it? They did play Trees. I thought they played Forest too, but maybe not. I honestly don't think they play much off of that record anymore. And I think that record, like, I don't know. I'm not positive. I think that record was before I, Josh. I'm pretty sure knows. like the oldest they've gone live, but it had to be Vessel and no, er- no earlier than that. They, I know for sure they played stuff off of Vessel up until like the current stuff, whatever tour it was at the time. I don't know if they've played anything off of the self-titled, actually. Well, they've done it live, but this was, like, probably before Blurry Face, for sure. Because I've seen videos of them performing stuff off of, off of um off of their first album and stuff. Yeah, I would see that, too. I mean, okay, yeah, their first album, the first, well, 
According to different sources, because I saw somewhere that someone said self-titled came before regional. I thought it was the other way around, but I'm not positive. No, I'm pretty on sure that. regional came before that. Because I don't even because if you go to like most, like you said, most platforms, like I'm on Spotify, wherever on Spotify, yeah. um, the self-titled album pretty much is the their first thing. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking too. Cause like I literally like you you don't find regional anywhere really like you can find it on like soundcloud and stuff because you can find anything on soundcloud True. but um but yeah i think the self-titled is kind of the first release it's not their first official because vessel was the one they did under a uh, field but it is a really good album i don't know i have a lot of thoughts on this one what, what are your like favorite tracks favorite moments and maybe like overall impression of it of which album the self-titled 21 pilots um I'd have to say Addict with a Pen has to be my number one favorite song on that album. Really? And then my second is Taxi Cab. All right. Yeah, those are two good ones. Honestly, this this whole album is pretty standout to me. Um, I mean, all of them are. But I, I, I definitely, I lean towards Friend Please and um, uh, uh, Trap Door. Those, those two are my mains. Yeah, Trap Door is another good one. I like that one too the bass and trapdoor has always been one of my favorite like little bass lines yeah it's so good <laughs> 21 pilots is just kind of like one of those bands that like um for me at least when i listen to 21 pilots it's always the lyrics that get me and i think the lyrics in friend please are are what drive that song so hard for me that song reminds me a lot of neon gravestones it, it's a vibe honestly it's a vibe. yeah and the theme is very similar to neon gravestones i don't know i think that's just a connection I noticed in my head. I think that it was kind of a similar thing that he was going for with Neon Gravestones. And I think that it kind of pulled from that old track. Yeah, they can deep going, making a throwback, I see. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we've had three other albums since then, so. That is true. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. So we both basically started listening to 21 Pilots at Vessel. You said when did we start? Like, we started listening to 21 Pilots during the Vessel era, because we both said before Blurry Face. Well, I didn't really start listening to their music until I heard about Blurry Face. Yeah. Like, that's the first time I ever heard of them. Yeah. I remember, because um, before, before Blurry Face, their, big, their biggest hits were Holding On To You, and um, what was it? Was it was it Guns for Hands? It was one of they had a music video for another one of these. I know Car Radio. Oh for yeah, sure. Car Radio, Car Radio was sure. gigantic. It's one of their biggest songs still. Um, but I think Holding On to You definitely that one uh, is a is a single. It had a, a video and everything. I think that was the first song I ever heard from them. I'm pretty sure because I remember that video, them and their weird skeletons. <laughs> what was uh what was your impression on that album when you first heard it? Um. Whenever you got into them and all that, like which, which tracks stood out to you? What what did it mean to you? I mean, like the first time I ever heard them, I think at the time, um, because I remember like the whole thing like back on Apple was when uh, albums about to come out. They usually had one or two songs you could actually buy. It was the whole thing, and then they released the ones later. So I heard the whole yeah. album. And I ended up getting the two songs. I forgot what the other song was for Blurry Face that they released beforehand, but I know one of them was um, Fairly Local. That was the first ever song I heard by them. Right? Yeah. So I just thought that song was epic. I just love how different the sound was. You know, it was just so different than anything I ever heard. And then on, um, the video was pretty awesome, too. 
Yeah. And I was like, these guys are pretty dope. I need to go back and I can't wait for the rest of the album to come back. And then Boy Face finally came out. I listened to the whole thing. I loved every song on that. I liked it's rare that I ever listen to a whole album from beginning to finish. Ever. Yeah. I think actually think about it now. I'm pretty sure that's the only album, or that was the first album that I ever listened to start from finish. The first one ever. And um just loved every single bit of it. And then it wasn't until we went to um that concert for the for the Boyface tour. Yeah. When I went back to listen to Vessel. That's the first time I ever listened to Vessel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll get more into that oh. in a minute. No, yeah, we definitely will. Um, because I, I would love to talk about the concert because you know, Blurry Face, and then we got our nice trench album, but we saw them, we saw them after Blurry Face, and then we saw them again after Trench. So I'll, I'll definitely get into that in a second. But yeah, uh, as you were saying with fairly local. I remember, I remember so hard listening to that track for the first time because like I had, I was very into Vessel at that point. So when I heard it, I was like, my first listen, I was kind of taken back because it's fairly local as a track is very different from other stuff 21 Pilots has done. Um, and the whole Blurry Face album is like, it's a, definitely a different sound for them. But that song in particular, like they definitely couldn't have chose a more like bold song to start out with because it's just so different from the past few albums you know oh yeah 100%. and i i remember at first it wasn't that i didn't like it or anything i was just really like i was just confused because it was so different <laughs> but it grew on me so fast that's still that's still one of my like favorite songs by them because it's it's one of those songs that like if you listen to it passively you might just be like whatever but when you really listen to the lyrics like he's he's telling you exactly what blurry face is about in that one song you know oh yeah i mean it makes sense that they put that at the beginning you know just give you a little taste of what this whole album is about exactly that's what i love about 21 pilots they're such a story type band like all their albums are full of stories they tell them in a story everything they do is intentional because they're trying to tell you some kind of story you know yeah i think one song that i'm pretty sure every single 21 pilot fan Vibes with the most has to be stressed out. Oh, yeah. 21 Pilots fan or not, that song made it huge on the radio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it got played out at one point, but I still love that song. Because yeah. we were working at the time, and I was like, this song makes so much sense. I feel like that song was a big vibe for us, because remember where we were working at? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the thing was, I remember back at our old job, um... You know, our boss would always have it on the popular, like, the pop station. Yeah. And that song would play a lot. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this song is going to get played out at some point, but this song is such a vibe for all the stuff that we're doing in life right now. You know, school, work, you know. And there have been a lot of times where it's like you say, you know, like the good old days. Oh, yeah. It's just things asleep and now we're stressed out. And it's just like, sometimes I do miss being a kid. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. This album came out at like the perfect time for us because because we went off to college in 2016 and this album was released like during our senior year of high school. And you know what? People can say whatever they want, but that is a stressful year in life, you know, trying to find out like what comes after high school. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, definitely guys out there, like don't take um, senior year, you know, take it seriously for sure. Like have fun. But take it seriously because it is stressful. Yeah. yeah, my advice to any to any seniors out there in high school right now 
is that yes, you should you should be mildly thinking about the future, planning a little bit, thinking about what you want to do, but don't freak out about it because you are like still so young. Any decision you make right now, you can you can fix it. So I'd say enjoy yourself, do what you think is right. Listen to people around you, but 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 at the end of the day, you're an adult now, you know, it's your decision and you can you're still young enough to turn things around. So you know, if I could go back in time, that's what I would tell my young self because I was I was far too stressed out and things have been working out good for both of us, I think. We're we're doing all right. We're pulling through. Yeah, 100%. Like yeah. guys, just ha- have a plan before you get to your senior year. <laughs> yeah. Like just just start thinking about it, but the the something someone recently told me and this so someone from the radio station as well. Uh she was in she was a very kind lady who used to work in radio when she was younger. She told me that, um, you know, do what is right for you right now. Make smart choices, but don't freak out because you could always change things down the road if you decide to. That's that's my advice. But but back to the album. (laughs) (laughs) Stressed out. I I was so happy for them with stressed out because that song went so big. Like my mom knew that song. You know, anyone and everyone knew that song. <laughs> yep. People I was, you know, surprised actually knew that song who wasn't even really into like music like that or into their music particularly knew that yeah, song. Yeah, I remember this song was like Q98. Like this song was hitting the big stations. This song was everywhere. And I, I loved it because it, it's not like they like had to change their sound or anything to get on the radio. They were themselves and they made it there. Uh, it's just pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, their know? hard work and their messages, man. It's just, it's, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, and I I remember now. I'm pretty sure I remember what the second song off this album was that dropped before it. I think it was Tearing My Heart. I'm pretty sure it was. It might have been Tearing My Heart. I love that song. The video is great for that song. I love the video so much. Yes. Their videos are fantastic. They always have so much energy when they do things. And that song is so sweet. And, like, it's just fantastic. It's I don't so know. good. And, like, th- this whole album is um is pretty much like that. But But speaking of their performances and all that i gotta bring up the concert now because this is gonna be the fun part (laughs) going to see them live was honestly like i've been to quite a few concerts i'd say about 20 now the two 21 pilot concerts i've been to have by far been the two best concerts i've ever been to same i think i've been to like three or four concerts and they make two of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was that was a time like i'm literally like I have the pictures in front of me right now that we took from that day. Wow. And um, like that whole, it was an experience, Darius. It was an experience. Oh no, 100%. That was like, seriously, like one of the best times in my life. Yeah. Hands I'm, I'm going to give a little background on the situation. It was, um, we saw this show here in Raleigh where I'm at right now. Um, and it was like perfectly timed because I had orientation like the day beforehand. And so I was already in Raleigh and you drove down with my sister to come up to see the show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember like we wanted to get there mad early so that we can make sure we got like the best seats possible. Cause I'm pretty sure we had lawn seats, right? Cause I don't remember getting seat seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want, we wanted to be at the front of the lawn. We got our tickets and stuff and we're waiting in line, this big line for like, it had to have been, it was over an hour for sure, but it was, it was a while. Yep. It was a while we were in that line. And then as soon as the show starts, this huge storm comes in. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. You remember, I remember that, that now, right? You remember that? Because I'm literally looking at a picture of us all drenched. <laughs> it's like we get through in the parking garage. We get through all of the um like all the opening, opening acts, acts, right? Yeah. 
what was it uh chef's was a chef special and there was another man yeah i don't remember the exact bands but yeah we saw both of them first yeah and just as they were setting up for top that's when the storm started yeah and it came in fast I'll never forget that because one second we're sitting there and then the next second it's kind of drizzling and, and they start taking down the stage and they're like, we need you all to evacuate to the parking garage. Oh, I was so nervous they were going to cancel when that happened. Same. I was just like, oh boy. I just hope the storm doesn't be like too bad because there might be a chance they'd still go on. Yeah. Which, uh, spoiler alert, it did. <laughs> but see, no, the best part, one of the best parts of that day had to be the part, though. That was a vibe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, the story only gets better from there. I mean, we got kicked out, which kind of, like, it sucked because we were like, oh, are we going to be, like, allowed back in? But uh, once we got to the parking garage, they're like, it's not canceled yet. Like, take your phone out. Go on Twitter. We're going to be posting updates and all that. So we're like, all of us are just sitting there refreshing our phone at first. But then this this group of people, I, I can't remember what they look like for the life of me. I just remember they like opened their car doors and the trunk and everything. And they just start blasting the disc, like the newest album. They just start blasting all the tracks. Yeah, they just hop in their Prius, open all the doors, <laughs> crank that all the way up to 100 and just start bumping 21 Pilots. And then everyone in the garage just starts singing and vibing. Yes, that was the best part of it we weren't all like sitting there moping and sad that the show wasn't going on we were having our own concert in the parking garage <laughs> just having a good time it was fantastic that was a good time yeah and then i mean of course i i love how you said they opened their prius of course you would remember what the car was <laughs> well you know me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so basically, yeah, that's what ended up happening. We had like this little concert going and then they announced that the show was back on and the rain stopped for a little bit. It definitely rained through the concert. Yeah, though. but it wasn't too bad. It was actually pretty manageable. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't too bad. It was like a nice light drizzle. I just remember it was a struggle because like I'm super short and I was trying to like, uh, like I think we were, we were in like the general seating area. I don't know. I just remember like having a hard time standing up because of the rain. <laughs> yeah, because there was the pit. But it was still a great Yeah, show. there was the pit, and then there was general seating where we were, and then there was the lawn behind. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, we were in general seating. And I remember, like, trying to stand a little bit on the chair because I'm so small, and it was, like, the rain. The rain was, like, pelting down on us, and we're, like, singing our hearts out. It was honestly kind of magical. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good time. It was a great time. I remember, like, at the very end of the show, we were all just, like, soaked to heck and you ended up like wearing my sister's like captain america shirt on the way home because we didn't have anything else for you oh yeah i did have to borrow that shirt <laughs> i just remember so many little details from that night that just make me happy because it was such a good day like i remember when we left there we were all like smiling like idiots and just like could not stop talking about how great it was oh yeah man we just were so hyped the whole way home like i was tired but i was like i don't care i have one of the best like experiences of my life because it was fantastic i i love thinking about that show that whole set list was really good like all the songs were just like great and also the visuals oh yeah and also the tricks man all the tricks one moment he's on stage the next moment he's on top of the bathroom somehow Yes, I literally have a picture of that, like right in front of me, like when when he ended up on the bathrooms or whatever. That was fantastic. And yeah, you're right. Their visuals are something else. Like they they 
I, I tell people like when people are like, what's the best concert you ever been to? I'm like 21 pilots because they don't just perform. They put on a whole ass show. Oh, like 100%. I'm pretty sure like they didn't want to cancel the show. I'm pretty sure it was like, dude, I really hope rain goes away. You know, we really want to perform because, you know, these guys are great because we were a pretty hype crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like, was, a, was so such hyped a good show. That like, um, the guy next to me at the end hugged me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Oh, so nice people at that concert. I remember um, because like like I said, like my orientation was the day before. I remember seeing one of the guys from uh, campus orientation at the at the thing. And I just like looked at him. I was like, oh, my God, you're a fan, too. <laughs> nice. This is so good. Uh, oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite. That's that's one of my absolute favorite memories that day. That was a good show. And I that's uh, so like we ended up seeing them then. Right. And then we, we can talk about Trench in a second. But we also saw them. Three years later, uh, which would be in last, it was in 2019. It was last summer where we saw 21 Pilots again in Raleigh. Man, I just love, I love the parallels. Like they were just, it was, they were both such great shows. Like they were so worthy. I, the money for the ticket means nothing to me because the memory was so, like 21 Pilots is that band that if they're going to be around, I'm going to go see them for sure. You know? Yeah. So good. All right. All right. Let's jump into the most recent record, Trench. <laughs> I'm going to let you start and tell me what some of your favorite moments off of Trench are and uh, kind of like what your experience was when you first heard this album. So um, I remember seeing like they were coming out with that album or a new album soon around the time I was like, yes, this is about to be a vibe. I'm like, super hyped. And I was just waiting. And um, when Trench finally came out again, just like Boreface Face from Sartan. And my favorite song on Trench would have to be Gravestones. I love that song. I think that song has a very strong message. You know, it's pretty. Neon Gravestones? Yeah, Neon Gravestones. It had a really nice, you know, beat to it. It was pretty mellow and it had a really strong message to it. Oh, yeah. That is definitely uh, one of the more like real and, and heart hitting tracks off of that album and i remember when they when they played it live they definitely they did it up mm -hmm. uh i mean the album is fantastic this one again just like the other one has a whole story to it, it has a whole another theme they seem to change story theme aesthetic logo like they make a whole a whole deal out of every album they come out with mm -hmm. i remember everyone at the show was just like decked out <laughs> in yellow and black oh yeah and the um the camo and stuff yeah, like everyone was like in costume, looking like they were about to do some kind of cosplay thing. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, I remember. I think it was definitely Jumpsuit and Nico and the Niners, right? Those were the first two that were dropped off this mm -hmm. one. Yeah, I, I remember listening to those two and like really getting into them. I mean, I think it's it's definitely it's Nico and the Niners, the one that has more of the ukulele sound to it. I love when Twenty One Pilots does anything with the ukulele. <laughs> it's like their thing now. Yeah. It's fantastic. And then, um, I don't know if my second song, though, is it's tough because it's between either Corrine or Morph, between those two. Chlorine and Morph? Yeah, those are some good choices. And then they uh, they ended up, Chlorine wasn't originally a single, but they ended up making it a single after the album. You remember with that, cre that creepy video? Yeah. <laughs> that video is so hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh God. But yeah, that's a really good song. I think you you were the one that got me onto Morph because I remember when it first came out, you were pretty into Morph and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a few more spins. And I, I really love that one now. Morph, I, for me, I love Chlorine, but Morph and Pet Cheetah are two of my biggest ones. Yeah, I played Morph on repeat so many times. I think though, right now, like I'm, I'm totally behind the hype. I love the hype. Like I've been listening to that actually all day because I was, I was re-listening to them, you know, for this podcast. It's like one of those songs that originally it was, it was good, but it wasn't one of my favorites. But for some reason now, it, it just has grown on me so hard. It's, it's aged very well. Facts. Speaking of which, uh. If we're looking at the dates here, because Vessel was released in 2013, Blurry Face was 2015, and Trench was 2018. You know, I'm kind of excited because we're around that time again where I think that uh, if they're working on something, we're going to start hearing about it soon. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, uh, things are kind of crazy in the world right now, and a lot of things are postponed, but (laughs) I can definitely see that 21 Pilots is probably probably working on something again you know yeah because i mean after i'm pretty sure like after they finished up doing their bandito tour that they probably start you know making music you know since you really can't go anywhere right now and just have to sit in your house might as well just do something like that like just work on music i would love to hear 21 pilots uh uh, kind of talk about what's going on right now in in music because they have a very great way of saying things i don't know i feel like they could do something they could do something great with it i'm sure there's a lot of bands that are already working on something like that you know but something i have to bring up before we finish things because i almost forgot to mention it i mean as far as where they where this goes in their discography i'm pretty sure this was after blurry face before trench the heathens i really liked heathens it was a catchy song i think it fit the theme in the movie very well and i remember when the rest of the music came out for that movie but i still think that heathens was the best fitting song for that movie Oh, yeah. Totally agreed. Even the video was very fitting. Yeah, I honestly don't think they could have chosen a, a better artist to have done that track for that album. Or, for yeah, for that soundtrack. Such mm-hmm. a good and creepy song. Very. <laughs> I mean, I really don't have anything else to say except that song is, is a whole bop. And it's it's very cool because it fits the movie so well, but it's also, it's 100% 21 Pilots. There's no doubt. They didn't they didn't even sell out a little bit for that song. Like, it's it's perfectly 21 Pilots. They couldn't have chosen anyone better. I mean, 21 Pilots, they know how to they, they know how to say things creepily, but still make the music incredibly catchy. Well, I'll, I'll say this about the whole album. Like, everyone that was featured on that album did a good job. Yeah. Making each of their songs for that movie. But I just think that, this is my opinion, Heathens did the best out of all of them. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, like having that kind of opinion. I I do think that, um, I mean, just just because of my taste in music, I also agree. Like that that song slaps. That song slaps so hard. That's not even their most listened to song, but like it's kind of bizarre when you look at Twenty One Pilots' uh, listening history on on Spotify because they literally have a billion listens on that song and on Stressed Out. And Ride has nine hundred and forty-five million, and those are just oh some those my, are some big boy numbers, man. Oh my goodness! You know, those are just some big boy numbers. That's very big boy numbers. My God! <laughs> and it's just crazy because like this this band, these two boys, right? You know, Josh and and Tyler, these two guys, 
they each usually play like one instrument on stage when they're doing stuff like that. It, their songs are very simplistic. You know, they have piano drum songs. They have songs with uh, drums and, and ukulele. And then they have songs that are mostly bass and, and what, what, what have you. They just always keep it simple, but their music is undeniably catchy and good. Like their message never faults. I don't know. I could just nerd out about this band forever. I don't know what else to say. Nah, same. I think there's really nothing else we can say. Yeah, and and so I guess as the last note here, I'm gonna say personally, one of my absolute favorite 21 Pilot songs is "House of Gold." What a what a cute little song. I love that Tyler is always writing songs about his family. He's written songs about um, like grandparents. He's written songs about his mother here. He's written a song with his brother and he talks about his brother in some of his music. And I just think it's it's very nice how personal they are uh, able to make their music. You got any final thoughts you want to throw in there, Darius? Um, Again, this is my personal opinion. Tyler has to be one of the best rappers I think I know today. Nice. Honestly, like that dude can rap. He's super talented. He can sing. He can rap. Like he's really good with his lyrics and telling his story. Like the man's just hands down talented. And I give him props for that. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad that uh I'm glad that we were able to see them live twice. Right, because Tyler knows how to bring it, but dude, freaking Josh though. Josh Dunn on the drums? Oh god. Live? God, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, we should end it on that. Let's talk about our favorite moments from the concert. Because when when uh, Josh Dunn came out, I, I can't remember what song it is right now. I think it's Morph, where he's like, Josh Dunn, Josh Dunn. And he's just like, he went into the middle of the crowd and just started banging it out on his drums. That moment was so dramatic. It was absolutely amazing. What, what was one of your favorite moments from those two concerts? I think, honestly, that was my favorite one, was when, you know, <laughs> they put the little drum set on. You know, they trusted the fans to hold up the drum set. He gets on there and then he just goes in just going nuts, finishing out the song. And he even did that back yeah. during the Blurface tour for um, Ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I love that they do that. Like, they keep the shows very interesting, but they do have, like, kind of, like, traditions. Like, the thing that uh, Tyler did when he, like, disappeared off the stage and ended up on the bathroom. You remember when he did that at the PNC Arena in 2019 when he, like, he was on the stage one second and the next second he was, like, three stories up at the very top level? Yeah, I was like, how did you get up there so fast? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to reveal any secrets, but I think we figured it out that night. You figured it out at least. I, I had a pretty good theory. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, but it's it's always amazing when he does it, though, because you're just not expecting it at all. In one second, it's like, Tyler's here, and then it's like, actually, wait a minute. He's all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did you get up there? <laughs> oh, the PN... Okay, like, he, they did a really good job at Red Hat. That was where they were the first time we saw them. They did a real good job outdoors and stuff, but they really went all out when they were in PNC. Do you remember when they had that that giant, like, walkway, and he was, like, hovering above the crowd, just walking back and forth? He's kind of bold for yeah, that one. Yeah, that was such a good setup. Like, the setup for... Like, don't get me wrong, the Blurry Face concert we went to was great, yeah. but I think Bandito's kind of, like, topped that one because just... The whole presentation, you know, the little, like you said, the little walkway that also yeah. lit up over the fans. There was like also that really cool big like light show above them on their secondary stage in the middle of the crowd. You know, when they did Taxi Cab yeah. and Neon you know, Gravestones and stuff. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't totally rain on us. The shows were both fantastic. 
You love them both. I can't wait to see what the next album's gonna be, and I can't wait for the next concert. Yes, we are going to we're going to go back to whatever the next one is. Indeed, we'll be ready. We will be ready. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We showed up to that second concert in our matching outfits. We had our designated adult shirts on. Oh my god. Hey, someone got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did have someone said one of the one of the very nice ladies working at the venue who who laughed and and said she enjoyed our outfit. That was fantastic. She was very nice. She 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 made the start of that show very nice. Indeed, it's just like the small things, you know. We we enjoy the small things in life. We, we do. <laughs> I wish that I could show these pictures. They're quite fantastic. But yeah, it was a good time. What one of my favorite things to look back on. I mean, what's better than like going to uh, see one of your favorite bands with one of your best friends? <laughs> yep. <sighs> all right well if that's all our thoughts for today i sure hope that this ended up sounding real good because uh, like i said i'm sorry if the audio is a little glitchy at parts it's very hard uh doing this this discord podcasting thing <laughs> but thank you darius for coming on the show today oh, thank you for having me i was very excited to come and have this conversation with you it was real fun thank you for listening this was the get psyched podcast let's talk music the history of 21 pilots